most interesting things in the world. Try and imagine what it will be like to go to sleep and never wake up. I am the sun. It's been a while since I've been on the Hey guys and gals, welcome back to the DMT World Podcast. This is Alex8721. Today we have Jilly Beans. She's a member from, from the community. She gave us a little bit of a backstory, her experiences with ayahuasca and DMT. We covered a wide range of topics on this one. Had a pretty good conversation. I'm, I'm sure you'll like it. I wanted to bring something up today. Uh, just the importance of a support system. Uh, you know, a lot of us come into this uh, industry this uh, culture with healing in mind you know a lot of us have had traumatic issues and people are, are seeking healing in some of this stuff but there's an integral part of it in my opinion which is uh, the support system the support system is there for you during the integration of these experiences it's good to reach out to people the only thing is sometimes people are just either they don't know how to ask for help or they don't know how to accept the help and you know sometimes it's just pride you know but um reason I bring this up is because recently, you know, I I had a friend who uh, made a poor decision, you know, and um, tried reaching out, you know, but, um, you know, it just, uh, it, it just broke my heart, you know, it really broke my heart, you know, and I don't know what it was, I don't know if it was, you know, maybe he didn't think he deserved it, or maybe he just didn't know how to, or maybe he was just, um, he was dead set, you know, on, on doing, on doing, making that decision, and it's the only reason I bring it up, you know, it's because, um, you know, people actually do care. You know, I do. You know, if I talk to you, I, you know, I don't mind lending an ear to you, for you. I don't mind taking some time out of my day. You know, a lot of times just getting shit off your chest helps out, you know. So if you're in a dark place or in a shitty spot, you know, I encourage you to reach out to people. You know, I, this is why I'm here, you know, is to find the others and, and to help the others, but also use the others for myself, you know, because, you know, I don't really have too many people to talk to about these kind of things uh, around me or locally, you know, so please reach out, you know, people do care. So um, I'm still looking for some music, you know, to showcase on here and uh, still, I'm still using Jake Breeze song, man. <laughs> Looks like I'm out to squeeze as much juice out of that thing as possible. If you're out there, Jake Breeze, hit me up, dog. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thanks for listening. Thank you for your support. Really been having a blast having these conversations with people. And um, make sure to keep spreading that love. Love you. All right, Jelly Beans. Well, thanks. thanks. First and foremost, thank you for coming on here. Thank you for your time. And I'm glad you're here. Well, thank you for having me. I know uh, we've spoken a little bit before on Discord and direct messaging through the site, but can you, um, you mind giving us a little bit of backstory of kind of, uh, you know, brief, brief history of yourself, if you will? Um, I'm 34 years old and I'm from Houston, Texas. And um, like, what else do you want to know? Like how deep? <laughs> well, it's totally up to you. I mean, you know, this is up up to you, and depending on what you're willing to share, what you're not willing to share, but that's totally up to you. Well, it's just crazy how I found like the group. Like I was just searching like on Google because when I first uh, kind of like not really break through on DMT, but like kind of like you know we're in the waiting room, I guess you can say, and. uh so my interest was like, you know, Google, Google everything about DMD. <laughs> and so, and then, then, uh, the social network popped up and I was like, Oh cool. What's this? And it was just, I don't know. It was just, it was nice to 
have people to, you know, talk to about because you can't really, like you talk to, you know, over here where I'm at, it's really hard to talk to people about it because they think that you're either immature or you're just crazy. <laughs> now, where you live at, is it is the community that you live at, is it like uh, kind of religious or something? Or is it just like old school type um, stuff? I mean, it's kind of like a mixture, but okay. I mean, people are just so scared of psychedelics. Like they just have the wrong idea. You think it's more so just like the fear because of the legality status of the psychedelics or just kind of like urban era types or urban um, myth type stuff? I think kind of like a little both. And oh, I okay. witnessed it, I swear. Because, really? uh, I have a friend that I've known since actually, cause back in the day I used to not even like psychedelics. Like I used to be scared of them too. And like when I took them, I took them at the wrong times. Like one time I took mushrooms on Thanksgiving. <laughs> it was a bad idea. Cause I was young, you know, stupid. And, uh, my friend at the time, like she was all about, you know, psychedelics, like she loved it. And then, so I started, you know, then here recently, about a year ago, I've been, you know, using it to like help with, you know, addiction and my uh, depression and stuff like that. And so when I asked her to trip with me, she was scared to do it. And it was like, you know, just one hit of acid or whatever. And she was all like, and then her husband was all saying that, you know, it's going to take days to feel better and all this stuff. And I'm like, it's all he acid. Like, come on, you know? And so it's like, it's all like in your, you know, society, what they, you know, made it scary. And then, you know, like the myths. And then she was like, I was petting my dog and she was like, Oh my God, your dog's going to be frying now. And I'm like, what? No, <laughs> I'm like, no, he's not. He's fine. <laughs> you know, it was just, people aren't, you know, educated about it. And they, they just think, Oh, you're just trying to be like a hippie right now. You know, it's just, <clears throat> yeah, definitely. I no, I I hear that. I, but the, on the other hand, too, um, you know, a lot of people that decide to get into psychedelics, you know, most most people do a lot of research. They they do a lot of reading or they talk to people. So you kind of get a little bit of a different perspective as opposed to somebody who's never been exposed to it and only heard you know stories from other people about how you yeah. know they'll make you go crazy or something. You know, and it's crazy because you see it like you actually like see the curtain get pulled back you know and you're just like wow I believed it all (laughs) (laughs) I'm so stupid wow you know and it's crazy because I I okay about three years ago I used to weigh over 200 pounds I used to be about 230 240 and uh, I had a really uh, good friend that was into kickboxing and so one day I was in the I would go over there and get stoned with her and just watch her hit a bag all evening like and i'm just like whatever you know and then one day i don't know what the fuck happened but i was chilling in the backyard high thinking about life and then i'm like i'm gonna go work out with my friend tomorrow and i did and i didn't i didn't stop and then i ended up like we would just go over to her house in the backyard smoke like get high before we worked out nice i know that's what you know if someone tells me i'm lazy because i smoke pot i automatically correct them i'm like uh no <laughs> no that's not true you yeah, know that's a, that's a it's the person mm-hmm. yep that's right yeah and so freaking um you know i started losing weight or whatever and then i decided you know go to the gym to like 
I guess, tighten everything up. And then I had a person <laughs> from my past come into my life and like, she was really bad for me. And she, uh, she was a sociopath. And oh, when I was already, they don't also tell you about like the emotional part that you go through when you lose a whole bunch of weight and you've been big your whole life. They don't tell you, Oh, by the way, you're going to, you know, look in the mirror and be like, you you don't recognize yourself anymore. You know what I mean? Like they don't tell you all that crap. They just tell you, Oh, you're going to look pretty, <laughs> you know? And it's not even the case. But anyway, so, um, when I was, you know, manifesting, I was transforming like a whole per- different person. Like I didn't know I was going through all these freaking emotions. And then I had this person come into my life and she just kind of like <laughs> threw a bomb into the middle of it. And so I went down the wrong path for sure. Like it was totally the wrong path. I, all these signs would pop up. I started uh, getting into stupid shit that I never thought I would ever get into again since I was like 18. <clears throat> and so everything just ba- basically blew up in my face. I got in trouble, you know, with the law. Well, anyways, I start, you know, I started to turn around and I had a friend that she, uh, he was like, I want you to come over. And so I ended up doing DMT with him for my first time. And I haven't done, yeah. you know, psychedelics in a long time. And, uh, he and you, at that me. point, had you tried DMT or was this your first time? I didn't even know what it was. Oh. I had no idea what it was. I was like, what? You know what I mean? He was just a cool guy. And like, I had no friends because you know, that girl I had, you know, all my friends left me. Like I found out so much shit when I lost weight and then all that, like I found out who was real who wasn't like I went through a whole like mind thing it was crazy like and I'm still doing like I'm still you know going up you know like I'm still going through it but the good part the spiritual part of it but uh but anyway so I'm at his house you know I'm there all day and we're just micro he's microdosing me or whatever I remember the first like the uh I felt like it was a point it could have been like the little break room uh feeling or whatever but I Fought it like it was very very freaking uncomfortable feeling like I was like ah what is that you know what I mean like like you're falling but you're fighting it so you're just like like I was holding the back of his shirt like holding on for dear life like shit you know and then uh (laughs) later on the evening I think he gave me like a val yeah I took like two values don't judge me so I took two (laughs) values don't I didn't know what to do I was he was just like man we're gonna we're going to get the, get you there. And I was like, whatever, you know, and I'm at this point, I was just like, I don't even care. You know, I'm just like, whatever, I don't even know what I'm doing, you know? And so, uh, I, he was actually on the phone. Okay. So I remember being real. Okay. So he was on the phone on the speaker with his friend and the whole day, like he's been playing, you know, good music. And then he chooses the one time that I actually like, let go, like get, I got it. You know what I mean? Like something just clicked. And I just really like surrendered. I was just like, yeah. you know, I guess maybe the help from the volume. I don't know, probably. But I just remember going into this like room and it was just like full of like, you know, dripping colors. And then these entities were matching the walls and all. They didn't have a face. They just were colors and they were just pointing up. And I was, and the whole time I could hear my friend on his phone though. Oh, like, geez. yeah, and he's like showing his friend, like you know, hey, look at her. She's like totally, oh, you know, she's gone. Yeah, and I'm like pissed off, like fuck you, man. Like really, we could cuss, right? 
Yeah, I mean, it's... Okay, I'm pretty those. sure, because <laughs> I've totally been cussing. It's all right. Okay, and so anyway, so um, that was my first out-of-body experience. I didn't know that was an out-of-body experience until I told somebody the experience. They were like, oh, that was an out-of-body experience. I was like, oh, wow. And I was like, oh, cool, <laughs> you know, and so... When uh, I finally looked up after they, you know, pointing up a bright light, you know, appeared and then I came back and then that was the first time I've ever, like I saw the <clears throat> geometric shapes, you know, floating in the air yeah. and I looked at my friend and I was like, oh my God, like, is this what we're supposed to see? Like, what the, <laughs> like what, like it just, and then it's true. Like everything just like snapped, like my interest in this, like just blew up. And then I ended up like, you know, going, you know, finding his connect and then like not even, you know, I taught myself how to, you know, smoke it. I ended up, you know, I did it for like, you know, once a day and it was bad. I, sh you know, I haven't done it in a couple months now, but at that time I was, you know, experimenting. I was trying to teach myself like the best way to do it. Yeah. But it was interesting. And then, you know, I have a friend that, used to live here and she ended up moving and uh we video chat and we're on the same you know path like we were talking about it and she's actually in the group but it's just crazy how i don't know it does walk up walk into your life like when it when it, you need it you know yeah definitely i i kind of feel like after the first time that <clears throat> after my first uh, experience with the molecule I had already had experiences with, you know, psilocybin and LSD prior to this, but the molecule kind of just changed. Uh, there was a game changer. And yes. once once I got to that space, to that DMT realm or, you know, whatever it is, you know, I definitely started going down a rabbit hole. And, um, you know, it happens. It definitely happens. And it's like, when a, sorry. No, go ahead. Like back in the day, I didn't even know that there were breakthroughs, you know what I mean? Like you could get to that point, but they were even used for those reasons. Yeah. And so like now I'm haven't done, you know, the mushroom breakthrough. I have a uh, half of a bag at home. I mean, upstairs that I'm going oh, to shit. take soon, but I'm waiting for, you know, good time. Cause last weekend I actually did a, is it spice? No, jungle spice. I thought it was uh, pharmaceutical. Did I say it? <laughs> yeah, there you go. I thought it was that, but it wasn't. Like I had, uh, had a friend that you know ended up hooking me up or whatever. But it was interesting. Now that's interesting because you see instead of geome uh, geometric shapes, you see spirals, like circle spirals, and that was freaking. That was interesting. Do you think that the um, <clears throat> do you think that the experiences vary um, a lot from person to person, or do you think that you know the way that the extractions or the preparation and also maybe the, even the ingestion of the molecule um, have an effect on it? Like, do you think it's pretty much across the board that somebody would feel the same way, similarly to uh, the same you know compound? How or, I felt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, negative. Cause I tried, you know, I'm the friend that just likes to, Hey, you got to try this. This is like an eye opening. You know? like, <laughs> so, and so I had a friend, you know, and I tried to, she liked the, the, the beginning, like the Nirvana part, like where you're bought, like, you know, you're tipping your, you're dipping your toes in it or whatever. And yeah. then when it starts affecting the way you breathe, that's where she like 
freaked out. Some people, I mean, it's really not meant for everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really not like some people are just really are too scared to take that leap. Yeah. I think that's the case with all of these um, compounds or substances. You know, there's always that, that breakthrough moment where it stops being, you know, like the introduction to the trip and just becomes this whole other, you know, ball game. Well, I have this new theory and I don't, I don't know if it sounds crazy or whatever, but for some reason, like I've done, you know, DMT like a lot of times or whatever, but for some reason I cannot have, my breakthroughs are not anything compared to like at the beginning. And so me and my friend were talking, we're like, what if like DMT knows that you're a, a newbie Right. And so they're just like showing you all these cool, what are wonderful things. And then once you start going there, you know, for a while, then they're like, all right, now we're really going to, you know, show you the real deal or whatever and scare the shit out of you. Because a lot of people, you know, there's that trip that just scares them to make them like not want to do that. Because I, I ain't gonna lie, like I haven't done it because I did it out of the rig for my first time. And I was just like, it made me feel like I literally like, like I remember running into my mom's room and I was like, mom, I just fucking died. <laughs> and she was like, I tell my mom everything. She's yeah. she don't, like, she gets scared about it, but she's just like, whatever, just, <laughs> just as long as you don't kill yourself, you know? That's nice. How, so your mom, your, your family's pretty supportive of you when it comes yes. to this. Okay. Yes. That's nice. That's beautiful. Like I even, I even last weekend I told, cause I'm telling her this is therapeutic. You know, when I was uh, going through my, so, uh, I guess you can say, cause I wasn't really like a huge user. I, I was doing meth or whatever. And so when I wasn't, she wanted to make sure that, cause she knew I was doing DMT and that at this, not at the same time, but like, like in the same week or whatever. So she was making sure that DMT wasn't a part of my uh i guess my negative actions you know because of the drugs uh-huh. so she wanted me to take a break you know from doing it just to make sure or whatever and so i didn't take a break she thought i did <laughs> <laughs> but i because i knew i did so much i've done so much re- like i'm actually bored of the because i wish they would like find out more crap about it so i can just read it you know but i'm like thinking it's not that you know what I mean like I know what it is why I'm doing these things like I know what the problem is you know and so I'm basically you know healed myself or I mean psychedelics help it it, but like last weekend I told my I was like look I'm gonna do jungle spice in my room don't you know I'm (laughs) doing therapeutic for reasons you know it's my I want I feel like there's a meaning out there for me and I don't know what it is and I'm hoping they'll help me find it yeah, you know, um, with that, the first one you brought up in terms of like, you know, the more, you know, you get into this and the more sessions you have and kind of how it changes, I think that there is definitely something there. I mean, um, even if it doesn't look or sound the same, uh, like for me, I feel like I've gone to somewhat like, it's almost like kind of like you hit a plateau almost. Like, yeah. Or, yeah. And for me, I've went in and I, I speak to the entities, you know, or whatever it is that they are. And in the beginning it was like this. And I remember, I think you posted about it or you, you sent me a message about it. And I was thinking about it. And I went back to 
the first experience that I had, which I actually had a breakthrough, met an entity, met their freaking gargoyle guard dog or whatever the fuck it was. And was like, uh. yeah, like this, this wonderful, just awesome out of this world experience. And then I've had a few more since then where I would go back and kind of consult with the entities. And then this year I started getting that same kind of feeling where I was like, am I not taken to enough? Am I, should I be yeah. more? Is it a different form is of this, suggestion? Is this made like in negative energy? Like what's going on oh, here? <laughs> was is, uh, recently, like last week, actually, I went back in and I used the same device that I used when I first had my experience, which was a vaporizer. And I just scooped a bunch of fucking crystals in the hit. And it took me a while, but I went all the way through and I broke through and I spoke with this entity. And I remember I was laying down in my bed and my wife was next to me. And she told me that she heard the entire conversation I was having, you know, my side with this other entity. That's crazy. And how about at the end, I was like, so I just keep doing what I'm doing and you're just going to keep doing what you do. (laughs) I I remember having a a, a trip like that, but it was like, it was weird though. Like he, I felt like they're whispering in my ear. You know what I mean? Like I felt it was like a brainwash kind of way. You know what I mean? And then uh, they're telling me good job and all this shit. And then, (laughs) yeah. And then, uh, I thought it was a good trip or whatever. But then when I, I think it was like a few days later, I, you know, did it again. And I went back to the same freaking thing, you know, and it started whispering all these things. And this is the crazy part. I don't even know. I don't, I'm starting to think it was the AC, but okay. So I'm in my room and I have my door closed and I'm in the trip. And then suddenly I hear somebody, cause you know, you can still kind of hear what's going on in a way. Cause I wasn't like, you know, far, far, like, deep, deep breakthrough. Yeah. yeah. And so I heard the door jiggle. Like somebody was like trying to open my door. Oh, and so it made me like come, I guess, go back to reality. So it pulled me back quicker and it pissed off that thing or whatever. And it was just so fucking weird. And I was just like, was that? And I asked my mom, I was like, did you try to come in my room? Like earlier, she's like, no. I'm like, what? Like, is it in my head? Was it the AC? I don't like, you know how like the AC kicks on your door. Yeah. Like, yeah, it can move a little bit. The, the, yeah. The, so yeah. I'm trying to think of other, you know, ways why my doorknob moved, but it was just weird because that time it didn't feel like a good trip. You know, it felt like I had some kind of bad energy around me or whatever and this was like right when i was trying to like get clean and stop hanging out with all those stupid people and stuff like that so i don't know i mean i did research on it there's this one i don't i don't remember it was from the group i think it was but someone was telling me how to meditate you know a um like a vibe, like an energy vibe or whatever around you like nothing but positive and love and it's supposed to like you know fight off all that negative shit or the negative entity that might be, you know, lingering on me or whatever. I don't know. It's, it's like, we don't know what, what is it? (laughs) Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. And to be honest with you, um, some people do believe that, you know, there's energies that do affect, you know, that, that transmission between you 
and you know yourself here, physical self to whatever place you're going to, or whatever part in your mind, whatever it yeah. is you believe. I mean, I know I've spoken with some people who do believe in, in stuff like that, and to me, for me, I don't know. You know, I don't know much about it to, to you know speak on it. But um, the one other thing that you were bringing up earlier too was the um, the beneficial aspect of you know this compound, in particular DMT, but for me also other compounds like psilocybin was a big thing for me. But you know the therapeutic part, you know where you know you do benefit from from these sessions that you have. You know a lot of times you don't see it while you're in the trip, but it happens during the integration mm-hmm. part of it, which is afterward when you're thinking and trying to make sense of these things and you're interpreting what it is that you may have saw. You know, it changes your perspective, you know, and now problems that were problems prior to this experience may not seem so big of a problem afterwards because, you know, that change of perspective. Exactly. I, I, I really do believe in the the therapeutic and healing aspects of all of these plants and fungus. Um, there's definitely something there. And I think that a lot of people are, you know, opening their minds to it. And I think that's why you're seeing this resurgence in, in psychedelics, especially like even studies and research. So how do you feel about them putting uh, DMT in vape pits? What's your opinion on that? To be honest with you, for me, um, there's a lot of different forms of ingestion for any one of these substances. I mean, uh, I had a conversation with somebody about psilocybin and there's a company that I read. I forget the name of the company, but um, I read an article about this company in Forbes, no less. Um, But it was a company that was backing, it was a financial company that was backing a research company that was doing the uh, they were isolating compounds from the psilocybin mushroom to where they, they believed that they were able to take away the negative aspect of a trip, the bad trip. And I know a Why? lot. Of, well, see, that's the thing. That's the thing is obviously for them, it may be um, for them. It's just kind of more research. Like, what can we do? Just kind of like on the cannabis side, you know, there's all these different cannabinoids that they're coming up with. that have different purposes and different uses. So they're just kind of toying around with it. But in turn, obviously, they're going to make money off of this to refund for the research. <laughs> And there is a market for it, nonetheless. There's always going to be a market for different forms of ingestion. And if you can cut down the time, you know, that's kind of what makes DMT so appealing. You know, you're in and out, 15 minutes. Yeah, you may be a little bit slippery afterwards, but within an hour, you're pretty much back to normal. You know what I mean? You could go back to driving a car within a few hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't think it's, I don't know. I feel like they just took it too far because, I mean, you're going to have these kids that are, you know, taking these vape pens, driving you know, and then hitting the vape pen and they're hitting somebody or killing somebody because they're not there. That that can happen. Just like with any other means of ingesting any kind of intoxicant or any kind of psychedelic, there's always going to be the people that take it too far or are just not responsible. So you can apply that to pretty much any new thing that has to do with any of these substances. I mean, there's always going to be pros and cons and, For me personally, I'm somewhat of an optimistic, you know, I look at the silver lining in the cloud, which the only thing I could truly come up with was um, bringing more people into this community or industry that would more more than likely not be here um, because of the certain bad trips or the bad stories. But on the other hand, too. I have a feeling that like particularly with the with the psilocybin um, thing that we're doing where they were trying to take out the bad trips, I yeah. still feel that 
once you get once you dip your toe in the water, it is very hard and almost inevitable to escape the fact that one day you're going to take the fucking plunge. It's just going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. So for me, it's kind of a win-win situation. I understand there's drawbacks with everything that comes. And there's a lot of purists out there that don't believe that, you know, they believe in tradition and traditional methods of ingestion, which is okay. And you have the right to do that. But the fact of the matter is there's still people who are going to do what they do. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I see it as, as an overall, it's, it's, it's good for the cause overall, but I understand that it can also turn sideways. Yeah, like it's like in that Netflix uh, show, the, the Midnight Gospel, where he talks about uh, with the little president, where he talks about no drug is bad, it's the person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I lo- I'm sorry, I love that show. It's so cute. Yeah, it was pretty. I like that. Uh, what's his name? The freaking the guy that talks or the uses host? his. Yes, there you go. Um, fuck, I'm forgetting his name. I can see his face. Uh, Duncan Trussell. Duncan Trussell. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he's freaking awesome. Yeah, he is. He's got that I podcast. Like his what is the podcast yeah. called? Um, uh, I'm gosh. not sure. I, I just know it. he's fun to listen to. I love story time. I like listening. It's like when I'm at work or whatever, I'll put uh, my earphones in, just like listen. Like yeah. I listen to you guys too. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Well, I like now I can listen to myself. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Was that what you were going to say? <laughs> That's what I was going to say, too. And, um, no, really, I, I, so let me ask you, when when was the first time that you did that? How long ago was that? Oh, God. Uh, that was about a year ago. And, like, it was funny because, like, when uh, I was just, like, getting out of all my trouble. Or, well, actually, when I lifted my head off of the sidewalk, basically, <laughs> I told my mom, because she's a Christian, and I was like, you know, I want to just be happy. Like, maybe I should start going to church because they're all happy people that go to church, you know? Yeah. And so my mom, like, her eyes lit up. She's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and so I actually went to church for, like, a few weeks with her, and I don't know, like, it just didn't, at first I noticed there was a lot of older people, like, I've noticed there's not many younger, like, younger people that are, you know, going through, going to the church or whatever, and all that, so I guess it's kind of like burning out a little bit, and so then I was up in my room, just like, you know, watching universe video you know stuff about space or whatever and so i don't know just like i i was like one day i was like mom i'm sorry i can't go to church with you anymore she's like (laughs) she's like what i was like i just don't i just don't think it's for me you know like i'm sorry yeah but i just but she really didn't care to go eat like she's one of those christians where she just she's like i don't have to go to church to believe in god you know yeah (laughs) So she's, she didn't, I mean, that part didn't really bother her, me going, but me believing though, that probably kind of, I mean, she's still, she's all into politics and all that crap. It gets annoying because she tries to talk to me about it, but I'm, I never watch TV. I hate it. I don't like, like the news or any of that stuff. Yeah. And so I'm just like, oh, stop mom, <laughs> you know, but <clears throat> 
she does, she likes to talk to me about God. And like, when I try to, when I tell her about my trips or whatever, she's just, <laughs> sometimes she'll, she's like, it's, you know, what if it's the devil? And I'm like, mom, it's not the devil. <laughs> like, it's okay. It might be other dimensions or whatever, but it's not the devil. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people that, um, they compare these experiences with, um, <clears throat> like the, you know, the stuff you read in the Bible, like when people meet angels or demons, a lot of people, you know, compare the meetings with entities to, you know, those times, you know, when people met angels. Oh, yeah. Demons. Like, like Jesus in the desert and like, cause he was fasting and then they had, uh, was it Moses that was talking to the burning bush? Burning bush yeah. Yeah. Well, not necessarily even just that. I mean, like, think about. Think about every time that you've met an entity <clears throat> like me. I've met entities where it is very, very frightening. And sometimes it's even. Well, not all. Well, the beginning, not. So that's what I'm saying. Like my big beginning trips, they weren't scary. Like I've had the one after, you know, when I was talking about the waiting room or whatever, after that, I went to the spaceship and like they were just welcoming you know like hi <laughs> and then there's another time i saw the egyptian god uh uh it was the afterlife one what well, forgot his name starts with an a i think do you I'm know not, who he is? i'm not sure but I, I think i know who you're talking the about the one with the wolf head or something yeah <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> you know and then like that was cool like he was showing me a fire trick like they could be good but then but then act like recently or the last of my trips they're not so welcoming and they're just like they just show me stimulation things and just it's crazy i'm like what's going on can i go back to the pretty colors like please <laughs> well yeah no definitely and i, and I hear you but like like I've had, I've had both. And even sometimes where the entities that were friendly, they were just still so, it was so powerful that it kind of made me kind of like, for lack of a better term, like just kind of shrivel up and just kind of wince because I, I really can't even face them or even yeah. the sound of the, of the, whatever noise that it is or communication is, it's a little chilling, even though they're, they're nice too, you know? And I, I look back at some of these um, instances in the Bible where people met, you know, demons or angels, you know, and how like it was just so overpowering to them that, you know, it would make them kind of cower down. And that's more on the long, along the lines of, uh, you know, kind of what I, I sometimes uh, refer to um, when, when meeting these entities. So, you know, sometimes bad, you meet things and, and, and it goes a little bit, um, it goes a little bit dark sometimes and you know yeah. it's kind of the same thing as somebody explaining them you know meeting a demon as well so i can see why there would be some similarities to it but obviously you know people have some kind of preconceived notions on what an angel and a demon is so it may not be exactly the same well this actually reminds me of like this video well in uh somebody it was like tool i forgot his uh, username but it's like tool something he posted something about egyptians or whatever and how they were having a uh, uh, discussion about if maybe the Egyptians, when they were, you know, trip or doing DMT back in the day, if like that's where they got their pyramids, ideas, and like their symbols and all that stuff. And they just brought it back in like in their, uh, in their technology, not technology, but the stuff they made or whatever. I mean, yeah. it's possible. I can see that, you know, like them getting the ideas and like, all the shapes. I mean, it makes sense. 
Yeah, it definitely does. There's a lot of, um, <clears throat> there's a lot of, you know, theories uh, when it comes to, you know, the DMT realm. And to be honest with for me, you know, a lot of this stuff is pretty new to me as well, but you know, I, it's, it's more, it's more fun, you know, when you're doing research and learning things for the first time or listening mm-hmm. to other people's theories That's as well. Very cool. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's it's almost all therapeutic, you know. It kind of gives you a little bit of a of a drive and a purpose too. So I could see why people read fucking write books about this shit and do research. Right? Where it's it's just know. so interesting, and then like it brings you other questions though too. Like it it like opens up a door to like all possibilities are possible. You know? Yeah, true. You know, another thing about um, <clears throat> that point that you made up uh, uh, in terms of, um, you know, kind of the, the sessions and these trips changing over time, you know, um, for originally I thought it may have been a tolerance thing, but then, you know, I, to make, I, I always try to make sense of things. So I'm not, you know, fucking obsessed over this fucking feeling, but yeah, I had to back off a few times too. It's okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'm having a little, like, I just need to, Calm down. <laughs> like I, I gotta, I gotta brush my teeth and uh, get teeth for right? a while. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> no, but, uh, but for real, um, I, I, you know, I got to a point where I was like, okay, you know, at first it was like, okay, what do I do with this? You know, what do I do with this newfound uh, power or whatever you want to call it, ability? Um, this tool. <laughs> yeah, this tool. Yeah, and. Um, getting to that point and, you know, that's kind of what made me come back to the site and start all this stuff up, you know, and, and, um, and then going back and then feeling like there was nothing there for me. And then finally pushing it to the limit where I broke through and being like, okay, so I just keep doing what I'm doing, you know, during yeah. the trip, that's what it sounds like. You know, it's pretty plain and, and, and cut dry, but looking back on it during the integration time, you know, I think about it and I'm like, okay, you know, it makes sense to me that for me personally, that, you know, I do just need to keep doing what I'm doing and, and kind of make it more so of a, you know, get into the habit of, for me to, um, doing it, you know, when, when, the, when the phone rings, you know, when, when, when it's time, when I feel it coming on. Exactly. And Don't abuse it. See, that's why I was bringing up the vape, the, the vape pens. I just feel like the, that's just pushing it like too far. You know what I mean? Cause that's supposed to be a, a sacred medicine, <clears throat> not a little fun thing that you could just smoke it you know, in the bathroom or freaking at a club, you know what I mean? Especially right now though, when we're trying to get things legalized and we're trying to, all it takes is one person to fuck up and then ruin it for the whole entire family, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I do see that perspective. I do see it. And it does make sense. The only thing for me is that, you know, even like with um, with mushroom, with, psilocy- with psilocybin, you know, people microdose off of those sometimes and, and people do end up, you know, using it a little bit recreationally. And, and for me, to be honest with you personally, I don't I could see how that could bring up some negative aspects. But I also feel that, you know, it, man, if, if you want to use it this way recreationally, then that's on you and that's okay. You know, I'm not going to tell exactly. you that you can't do it, but for my personal opinion, for my own self, you know, I feel like I hold it in a different light, you know, and that's, that's all there is to it. Have you tried one? What's that? A vape pen? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I actually, um, I was gifted a few from a, um, from someone here locally where I'm at and uh, they perfected it and it is, it's beautiful. I put it on a, um, you know, like those little vape mods. 
it's like a little battery, but instead of vaping, like it's got oh, a yeah, yeah, yeah. So is you it just, like a square or whatever? Yeah, it's like the little one with the <laughs> with the button, you know, like people used to oh, vape. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, instead of using the, yeah, instead of using the tank, I just put the cartridge on there and I drop down the you know, the temperature, the wattage and the man within well, that's a few, cool. Within a few hits, I'm gone. Like for, for real. real? Yeah. It's that's pretty uh, awesome. I tried it like one time. My friend had it or whatever. And he okay, this is this is the same friend that like introduced me to DMT. Now let's okay, this is weird. So tell he has never broken through. And this okay, when we were talking about how it's not the drug, it's the person. Yeah. Do you know how DMT is supposedly not addictive? <laughs> he made it addictive. And this kid was like, no, for real. Like, this kid was, he had, he was on other things too, though. Like, he, he's also, he just passed away actually recently. Oh, geez. So well, yeah, bless his heart. He, uh, he couldn't take life anymore, apparently. Oh, no. Yeah. So obviously he had a mental problem, but he could never break through. And he would do it all the time and like a lot. And he knew what he was doing too. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't understand. And then I looked it up. I was like, why can't this kid break through? Like, I don't get it. But apparently there's a percentage. I think it was like what, 15 or 20% of people can't, like they don't have like the, God, what is it? It's like some kind of thing in their brain i don't remember what it's called i suck at repeating things sometimes <laughs> but uh <laughs> but uh anyways i don't know they're just lacking something in their head or it's like a mental problem i don't know but that's interesting to me how some well, people don't get the same experience and they yeah. just get high off whatever it's cut with no i to be honest with you i i i, I do I, um, I've, I haven't really researched it, but I do know that that does happen in people. Like, for example, I've got a, I've got a friend here who I've known since, you know, I was a kid and, um, <clears throat> I actually introduced him to DMT not too long ago. And man, this dude smoked so much fucking DMT at one night. I was like, dude, I don't know how the fuck you can break through, man. Right. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, but, what are you doing? Are you burning? Like, what is no, happening? <laughs> no, well, the thing was, is he was, we were using the same thing I broke through and he just kept going and he was like, Oh, I think I see something happening. But he's, <laughs> the, like, same, <laughs> he's, he's the same guy that uh, probably about two years ago, I, um, I gave him some shrooms and he ate, I gave him seven grams of shrooms and he ate all of them. And then oh my God. <laughs> to, no joke. And then he went to this casino here and he played, um, uh, a turn a poker tournament and he won the whole fucking thing while he was high on shrooms. And That's I'm, fucking insane. Dude, how do you even do that, man? I wouldn't even That's be That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> so I do believe that the, that there is something there to it, but I also, <clears throat> you know, I talked to him about possibly even using, um, you know, harmaline or MAOI, any kind of MAOI that'll slow down that, you know, the, oh, yeah. th that helps out. To too. Break Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> well, that, that, that does help. And I think that that's a viable option for those people. And I think that if you do have, um, if people do have issues with the breakthrough, um, that they should definitely research that or explore that. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. I'm just like, man, like, why are you doing it? <laughs> you know? No, yeah. And you know, too, there's, uh, <clears throat> there's people that, 
I, I don't remember if it's people that have autism or something like that. They also are known to um, not well to be able like to take like they they have to take more of a particular substance to 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 feel the same that you would feel off you know three grams. They would take like six grams or seven grams. Um, I recently spoke to somebody who has, and I know that you know there's somebody in the community that has shared that with us as well. Really, I, they gotta do. I bet you that's gonna like you know help some kind of like research with autism. You know what I mean? Like there's some kind of connection right there. Possibly, and possibly that you know I know earlier or the other day we 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 spoke about you know demographics within uh, the psychedelic community and also in research and just the importance of you know being able to have participants or people that are being you know. They're involved in these studies that are from different demographics, you know, namely yeah. for you, you were speaking about females, right? The female participant within the uh, psychedelic uh, community. Yes. So what? So and apparently there's a lot of women out there. Like, well, I mean, like older women, you know, that are, you know, higher up in this kind of society or whatever. But there, apparently there's a lot. They just don't get recognized like men do. Yeah, and you know what? To be honest with you, I'm I'm not. I, I don't. I mean, it could be a lot of uh, of everything. Um, but I think personally, I think um, you know, for me, for example, you know, I am a minority, and I do see that, um, or what is considered a minority, whatever. Um, you know, people from that, from my culture, you know, they don't really, you know, involve themselves much with psychedelics. It's kind of. Um, it's unheard of, you know, like where yeah. I'm from, not a lot of people, um, you know, really even talk about stuff like this. And what's funny though is, and once I got further into this, um, I think probably about two years ago, I remember speaking to my mom about it. My mom is from Mexico and, um, I, uh, you know, I started off with psilocybin and she was telling me about how her uncle's you see mushrooms where she was from and this <laughs> whole time i'm like what the fuck i didn't even know you <laughs> in your own blood <laughs> i know but it was it's just one of them things i don't know if it's just because they you know they weren't talking about it or maybe you know who who knows but um as far as like the females um in, in this in the psychedelic uh community i mean they're definitely out there um and I, I mean i don't know what the reason may be i mean i you know but what i do agree and I do believe is that every perspective is an important perspective, even when it comes to researching these things and just studying them, you know, like we said, it's, we're not all going to have the same effect, you know what I mean? Or have the same experience. Did you see that article I posted about, uh, not, it was a video about women are supposedly better trippers because of their, because they're, you know, feminine and we're easily to like, you know, calm and, let go and release, you know, it's a feminine feeling or whatever. And so we're supposedly, you know, it, uh, God, there was something else. I actually copy and pasted it in an article. It was like a different article or a article. And the first one was a video, but, uh, I don't remember the top of my head, but they said something else. And it was actually kind of interesting. It was about like their research, you know, with women in psychedelics, but they, I don't remember what it was. I'm going to have to get back to you on that one. But it was actually really interesting. 
I'll definitely check it out. You know, I, like I said, I, I, I respect all, all perspectives, you know, because it's, it's a bigger picture, you know, we're not all built or we don't all come in the same, exactly. same shape, or, shape or color. You know what I mean? We're supposed to be all one. <laughs> I just feel like such a hippie. <laughs> like there was, uh, when I was venting about, you know, so, about social, like, you know, Facebook or whatever on the groups on there. Oh my God, they're ridiculous. But, uh, there was this one post, this guy was saying something about like, would you post about psychedelics on your Facebook? page or whatever not just like you know just about I guess you know I don't know if he meant like using or just you know psychedelics in general because I do I don't but I guess it depends on the person and like what you post but I said you know how are we gonna change anything if we don't talk about it you know what I mean true I think the conversation is the most underestimated, underlooked um, aspect of this entirety, you know, when it comes to the psychedelic experience as a whole, um, because the more you talk about it, the more, you know, people are listening and the more it inspires other people yeah. to talk. So, yeah, no, I, I agree 100%. And there was just, you know, people that were saying like, oh, I have my job is on there, my you know, my family and all this stuff. Like there was this huge debate about it. It was going on for days. Well, to <laughs> be honest, it was real fun. Huh? I, I think that's why people should go to DMT world and just fucking put an avatar up and you know what I mean? <laughs> Create a right? YouTube and boom, you're good. <laughs> but I, I, you know, when it comes to <clears throat> putting your face on something, you know, this is something that I actually spoke to, um, you know, earlier today I went and I met up with um, with a gentleman of the local mushroom um, group here where I'm at. And that was one thing that we came across and that we spoke about because, you know, I told him about this podcast here. And, you know, obviously the name DMT, you know, and you put your face on it, you know, that's going <clears> to <throat> put it out there to the world. And, you know, people are just a little sketchy because of the legality status of all of this stuff. And I oh, think yeah. that's, that's, yes. like, that's a damn yes. shame. It's a fucking shame. Like with my friend I was telling you about earlier, you know, the one that took acid with me, like... <laughs> She was like, don't post anything about me. And I'm like, oh, like, first of all, do you ever know when I'm doing it? No. And then second of all, like, who cares? You know, like, if you want to fucking do some acid and you're going to do, like, who cares what they think about it? Like, it's just, I don't know. It's ridiculous. I went through, you know, a stage, like when I was used, you know, going through all that bad shit and I and I cared about what people thought about me. I was so worried about people finding out that I was doing that nasty ass drug, you know? Yeah. And so I was worried about my, I guess you could say my uh, reputation. And so after I went through all that shit, it made me like, that's one of the things I realized was who cares about what people think about you? Like it's a lot easier on yourself to just let it like just to not care you know what i mean like just like feeling inside it's like like a like like you're releasing you know what i mean like releasing all this like giving a shit care you know you're just like whatever it's just a lot easier than just than caring 
you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, I think that <clears throat> for some people it takes work to get to that stage, you know, like, but I, it goes back to, you know, creating your own reality, right? Like yes. for me, for example, I, you know, I could, I could, first thing first is my job. You know, I don't do this for full time and this, I don't get paid to do this, but what I do get paid to do, <clears throat> you know, um, my bosses, my supervisors and the people who are, you know, the founders of the company may not agree with, you know, with my beliefs. And right now, you know, if it was religion or if it was like religion, then obviously I would be protected under that, you know? Yeah. And, I think that's what this whole decriminalization and all this this whole movement is trying to, you know, make it one of them things where, hey, I have the right to do this so I cannot be discriminated against. Because at the end of the day, that's people will discriminate you over this. You know what I mean? Oh, and, yeah. and some people would argue that it's not something that can be upheld in, in a court of law at this point in time. So not get it. Yeah. But, you know, then you can even also even think about and say, well, then maybe you should think about, you know, changing careers or going to a company where people don't really care so much about them. They're also, you know, their beliefs are along the same lines as, as yours. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's definitely ways to to change your environment, change your status or whatever it is that's stopping you from, you know, being out there. And to be honest, me, that's my current goal right now. Like my short term goal is to put myself in a position where I can be open about these, these uh, substances and my, my experience with them. uh, Just so, you know, there'd be another voice out there, you know, talking about them. And I think that the majority of us, should I think it would benefit us and everybody else to strive to do the same thing? What what happened? I said that's weird because I'm over here just chilling, peeling crowns for a uh, project. <laughs> for <your laughs> I didn't even touch the photo. Yeah, uh, I posted a picture ah. on DMT World. It's a uh, I melt these crowns. I saw like that, I, and so I have this. Uh, club this cover band they own a club over here in uh, austin or in austin and they asked me to make them a sign or whatever with the with their name so that was pretty cool i was like yeah i'll do it nice <laughs> yes. sorry sorry about that i don't know what happened there but for there some reason um the the audio went weird but um <clears throat> we we're talking about um you know, people that have, that are a little bit sketchy to kind of put their, you know, faces or names on, you know, real names and real faces on, you know, anything that has to do with psychedelics and how, you know, a lot of people are just sketched out about it because of legality, legality status. Yeah. But I mean, there's all, always those private privacy settings on Facebook. <laughs> And then there's DMT world. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing is I don't know much about Facebook just because I haven't been on there since like 2008, I think it was. Good um, for you. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's just because, you know, for me, I got to the point where, you know, I really didn't see the value in um, social media back then. Um, but recently with this, you know, newfound you know, my passion of mine, which is psychedelics and the decriminalization or legalization of it. You know, I, I started reaching out to um, just people online because I really didn't know anybody here locally. Yeah. That's why I'm trying to get, you know, I want to get to know you guys better too. I mean, <clears throat> when I did, uh, when I was telling you about those people that I met here in Houston, they're, on Facebook, it's like some kind of spiritual like church or something. Uh, I don't know, but they uh, 
they do ceremonies or whatever. With and it's a big group of them. Like everything, like Waska, Buffalo. Oh, wow. Yeah. And like, I forgot what they're called. I don't remember. They're on my, well, anyway. So like one day, cause you know, I don't hang out with anybody. I hang out with my, you know, my mom's my best friend, you know? Nice. So, and you know, I don't really hang out with many people because, you know, either they're bad for me or we just, we're going different directions. So anyways, <clears throat> I get a invite or whatever to a ceremony and I was like, you know, those things are expensive. Oh yeah. They're like super expensive. And so anyways, I knew how much they were going to cost or whatever, but I just wanted to meet people that like the same shit I do. So I was like, yeah. fuck it. So I drove like almost two hours away just to say whatever. Oh geez. <laughs> yes. This is, I'm very, this adventure was a, an experience for me. like to, I guess it was like a message to like, try new things and just don't be afraid to like, nice. you know, just go out and do it. Fuck it. I mean, what's the worst could happen? I guess someone could murder me, but there's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to take my chances. So. <laughs> you're, willing, you're willing to take that leap of faith, right? Right. Screw it. I'm an explorer. I can't help it. <laughs> That's good. And so freaking, uh, I get there and like, there's a huge TP, you know, there's these people or whatever. And, uh, they're setting everything up and, they asked me if I'm going to do it. I told them I didn't have $200 to fork out on it. And it was, a, it was a Waska. And, uh, well, anyways, they told me I couldn't stay because I wasn't, you know, going to do oh, it. And then this guy was like, I'll pay for you. And I'm like, what? Wow. <laughs> you don't even know. But yeah. This guy, this random dude just ends up paying for me to do it. That's beautiful. Yes. He was like, I just want you to, uh, experience, you know, mother nature. And what's weird is it was the, the night of the new moon. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and then the night before that, I had a dream of a moon. Like it was just, it was weird. <laughs> it was just like the, uh, they would call it the God's thumbnail or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? The what? They, <laughs> They would call it the God's thumbnail, like when the it's just oh, like yeah. the crest of the moon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I had a dream of the, of just that, and then uh, then it was the new moon, and then I ended up going to the ceremony on the night, I think, of the new moon, and then they had like the sand shaped like the new moon. It was interesting, and then they had like nice. a sweat lounge. Well, anyway, so I ended up doing awaska that night in a TP with people I had no freaking idea who anybody was, <laughs> but they weren't like welcoming though. Like they, you know, I was just, cause we waited, I think like an hour or so before it started. So we were just all chilling like outside of the TP and I don't, you know, this is, I'm all new to this. So I didn't know it was a separate feminine that the women had to wear skirts. Oh, what? It, yeah, yeah. And so, and I'm over here in overalls, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, did you have a tie-dye shirt underneath the overalls? Uh, no, but I should have. <laughs> you know, here's this crazy girl. Some guy paid for her to be here, you know? <laughs> so, it was so weird. I don't know. I felt like an outcast, but I was like, you know, chilling by myself in the yard. You know, I, was, had, I downloaded a star app because it was like out in the middle of the woods. So there's a lot of stars out. So I was like entertaining myself, but you know, nobody was 
coming to me or talk, talking to me. Like I, I, when I first got there, you know, I introduced myself, like, you know, I made an attempt to talk to them and stuff, but it was dark, you know, I couldn't really see anybody. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it, and then when we got, when I went inside the teepee, when it started, they were like, Oh, you, you need a skirt. <laughs> and I'm what? like, what? And we had to wear white too. And so the lady that owns the house or the land we were on, she ended up giving me a skirt. <laughs> and so I go, you know, into the teepee and everybody's already like sitting down and like, there's nowhere for me to sit. And I'm just like, looking around like, Oh my God, this is so awkward. You know? And, and I'm like, so is, can I like sit down anywhere? <laughs> can anybody help me out? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I ended up finally, you know, just finding a spot, but I mean, it turned out okay. Like, I didn't get like a full. I don't. I felt like I needed a third cup because I only had two, and like I got like the body high, and like I saw a little bit of like you know geometric shapes, and like we were in there for like I think six hours. I mean, it was really cool experience though. Like him, them playing on the drums and stuff. It was real cool and relaxing. I met some really interesting people too. Like this, uh, there was these ladies, uh, they had, <laughs> they had their kids with them. <laughs> Inside the TV? Yes. And they were like, one was like one and the other one was like two and they were, okay. I'm not, they're African American, but they were like, looks like they were like legit from Africa. You know what I mean? Like they were like, uh, how do you explain it? African American hippies, if that makes any sense. Oh really? Were they like foreigners or? Yeah. Yeah, like oh, they were. Okay. They said that they were originally from Dallas and they came here for the ceremony. But like they said that their, their kid, their the two kids that were there, like they were passed out for the whole entire thing. Oh, okay. But they said that they been going to ceremonies since they were like born. Oh wow! Right. So they're pretty much bringing up these, you know, these kids in this kind of environment. So like, you know what I mean. So hopefully this will inspire them to you know, follow in their parents' footsteps. You know, this is the new generation of this stuff, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That is interesting. Do you think that the, um, like the certain, like the ambient feeling that, like that feeling that you were getting, do you think that it, they had a effect on your, um, your session, your experience? Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, like you're saying that, you know, it was like you had to wear a skirt, you had to wear a white uh, and all this stuff. Like, no, I don't think it had anything to do with it. I think it's stupid. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, like, like, did it mess your trip up or did it get like... Oh, well, that was because it was before, it was before we all started or oh, whatever. okay, okay. Yeah, like it was uh, before... <laughs> Like the lady came up to me, it was before, like, you know, everybody was starting to get sit, sit, sat down and get, you know, situated and everything. Yeah. And she was like, and I'm like walking around because, you know, I'm like the only one that doesn't have anybody. So, because I really just went in, you know. That sucks. I, I, I feel bad for you for that. Not just because, you know, because <clears throat> of what it was, but, you know, I, I, I you know, anytime I see, you know, a newcomer to a group, you know, I always. Yeah, especially that looks lost and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, you take it with a grain of salt and just keep it. Did you ever. Exactly. And it didn't stop me. It yeah, stop and me. that's good. Did you. Um, how long ago was that? Uh, this was like when the. <laughs> 
it was right after Corona, like all this crap happened with the coronavirus, and then like things are was starting to like just open a little bit back up. So it's probably like I want to say like a month and a half ago. I posted it in uh, DMT World. Oh yeah, that's right. I think I remember hearing about it. So have yeah. you gone back to that group, or have you no, stayed in contact? No. With them? no, okay. It was crazy. Okay, so like at the end of my okay, because I really want to do Buffo. Like that's my. I don't know. Like, that's my, my two, what, what, how can you say it? Like, uh, my ultimate psychedelic that I'm like really interested about. Like, it just, it treats me out like how people, like, there's no effects, but it's just a feeling, you know what I mean? And it's just from a toad. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> like, know, that's, that's, that's definitely, um, an interesting, uh, compound, the five MEO DMT, you know, um, <clears throat> when when I first started reaching out to the local communities here, um, I think that's when I started kind of learning more about 5-MeO-DMT because where I'm at, um, there's people that actually go and harvest the 5-MeO-DMT around a certain part of the year. And there's a couple of local people that do it here where I'm at. And, um, you know, I got in contact with some of these uh these individuals and we spoke about it and kind of the history of it. And it's, it definitely is something else. It definitely is. Have you tried it? No, I have not yet. Um, but it is, it is on the horizon. So I'm really excited for that for sure. Well, at the end of my, uh, of the ceremony, when I was on the, when I was in the TP, a little buff, a little, uh, frog was stuck in my skirt. <laughs> And I was like, look, it's a sign. <laughs> Buffo's next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, um, I've, I've gotten, I've, I've researched a little bit on it. Um, and yeah, a lot of people say it's pretty intense, you know, especially as opposed to DMT. But <clears throat> the one thing about, you know, paying for these experiences, I understand for some people, you know, I mean, like even for me, you know, like, yeah, I don't have, you know, $1,500 to go on some kind of psilocybin retreat. I could just, you know, eat myself five grams and, you know, go down the street or go to some place or even in my own damn house. You know what I mean? But yeah. This was something that I brought up with uh, another person that I had a conversation with on here um, who holds these ceremonies. And, you know, one of the questions that I asked him was like, you know, for somebody like me and somebody like you, you know, we've had experiences with the molecule itself with psilocybin or whatever, you know, you call it. And DMT, uh, ayahuasca is, <clears throat> you know, according to him and a couple other people that I've spoken with that, that do hold these ceremonies, um, you, you know, you don't know necessarily need the guide or you know a shaman or anything i mean yeah people who are again purists or um you know respect the traditional way of things would tell you that yeah it's it's it is definitely beneficial i agree too but you don't necessarily need um to be as long as your set and setting is good for you you can experience it now 5-meo-dmt on the other hand that's definitely something that you want somebody who has, who has some kind of experience, who has, um, you know, helped people through and who's also experienced it themselves because uh, it can get a little dicey sometimes with it, along with uh, Ibogaine. Ibogaine is another one. What's that? So Ibogaine is from the Iboga root. Um, it's, a, it's a little bush, but there's a lot of different plants within that. I think it's the, within the same genus or, or something, but that they also contain um, 
ibogaine, which is a compound um, within these plants. And ibogaine, um, traditionally, from what you read online and everywhere else, uh, people from, I believe, I forget which country out in Africa, but there's a um, indigenous people that have used it since the beginning of time. And it's almost like a rite of passage for their um, culture or tribe or whatever. And uh, it, it is a, a, a hallucinogenic. It's, it is a psychedelic. And some people use it as at lower doses for like a stimulant as well. But these um, recently they started doing it in a clinical setting where <clears throat> you take these um, like a, it's a pretty big dose compared to other um, substances that I've, I've, I've experienced. Um, I think it's somewhere along like, I don't know, something pretty outrageous and it all depends on whether it was synthesized or whether it was extracted too obviously but the trip itself could be from usually is like 24 to 36 hours like the effects of it. yeah and like you're peaking Ooh. for like six hours and it's oh wow yeah, it's something pretty intense and sometimes That's like a 10 year therapeutic <laughs> session you're like you're, we're just gonna get it all out you're gonna get like your three last like past lives out <laughs> right well, the, all of it <laughs> What what they've been what it's become popular and most known for is in the treatment of opioids um, and, and other you know substances like that and they actually have to do the um, so there's a uh, there's a lady in my local community in the like the official community not my DMT world branch as I call it yeah um, that um, she went down to work for a clinic. So she, we had this big conversation about this and <clears throat> what they do at their clinic is prior to giving you the full dose, um, not only do they test you for the other drugs, because sometimes um, it's, it's been known to, um, to really be um, like physically demanding. Like some people, it's been reported that some people have even had, um, I think heart attacks or strokes or something, but oh, but there was always some kind of underlying issue. Either they weren't taking care of themselves or they were using really heavily before coming to the clinic, um, using well, like they still had the drugs in their system. So, you know, a lot of stuff like that, but <clears throat> they also give you like a small dose prior to the big dose. And so they kind of like microdose you in to it yeah well because they also want to see how you you know react, to, react it. to it yeah because yeah. some people they they just won't they won't you know give them the the service they'll they'll tell them that they can't do it that they got to come back at a later date or that they that's gotta, crazy yeah or like their blood pressure is too high and they're like yeah we can't do it. it's just not clinically safe hey, something new i can research <laughs> it's a really cool plant i actually have a group on, on the site um if you want to join there's there was a, a member who recently uh, joined and he has a clinic or he works for a clinic called Iboga Index. I know I've been trying to get him to see if he wanted to come on here, but I'm, you know, I'm still working on it, but it's definitely another one to look into for sure. That's cool. But the, with the There's fact, a lot of stuff out there that we don't know about probably. There, <laughs> there definitely is. And it's really exciting because, you know, a lot of these things are, they're kind of like ancient things, people that have used yeah. them for a very long time in different parts of the world. And they're just kind of reemerging into, you know, some people did a lot of studies on them, like in the 50s and the 60s. You'll, you'll go back and you'll see that during that time, there was a lot of uh, research on even, even like DMT. You know, people, Yeah. Um, they don't really know exactly where it originated from, but there's a guy, fuck, I forget his name, Frank Steve's or something like that. But he, um, he discovered or he created the, the process or whatever um, around the same time that LSD 
was um, was uh, established or found or discovered um, by by Hoffman in the same month as well, which is crazy. But, that is uh, crazy. Yeah, the 5-MeO-DMT and ibogaine are two substances that I've read where, you know, definitely want somebody else there for sure. Yeah, I had a friend because I was supposed to uh, originally do it on my birthday, not the, not last October, but the October, it was right after I, you know, experienced DMT for the first time and I just started like, you know, I met this guy, he was all, you know, very spiritual and he's actually the one that got me into ceremonies or whatever. And, uh, for my birthday, he was like, you know, I'll, I'll pay for it or whatever. And then, uh, it like rains. Well, my my son is uh, born the day before my birthday. And so I threw his, so I had his birthday party, you know, like after my birthday, if that makes any sense. Like yeah, yeah. And so uh, when the we were going to do it like a Friday and it like starts storming. But before mm-hmm. this, I like researched like the whole week. Like I basically accepted the fact that I was going to die and then get reborn again. <laughs> like I was just like in that emo side of like that emo like set of mind. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They're just uh, like, oh, you know, because all the videos I watch, you know, there's some were good, some were bad, you know, and this was like a year ago. So I was just like, you know, man, what am I going to get myself into? <laughs> like, fuck. And, yeah. and then the freaking, it stormed like really bad. And, uh, the guy, the Sharma was from, uh, either Dallas or Austin. I don't remember, but my friend said that he couldn't make it until the next day. And I, yeah. I was like, well, you know, my son's birthday party was the next day. I can't do that. So I guess it wasn't my time yet. Damn, that sucks. But, you know, that's okay because I'm sure it will come. Like my friend that I was telling you about that lives in another state, the one that's in the group or whatever that I know in person, she, uh, they have ways of, you know, they're, you know, growing or whatever. And so she said, when I come visit, I told her that we should it'd be something like special that we can do together. Cause we've known each other for over like almost 20 years since nice. like high school. Yeah. I miss her so much, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I told her it would be something that we can experience together, you know, be really cool. It'll make the moment, you know, like more stronger in a way, you know, like the vibe yeah. more yeah. cool. Yeah. So. there will definitely be some kind of bonding for sure. Oh, now, yeah. Um, Man, I I hope that uh I hope that when that that time comes, um, maybe you I'll don't, let y'all guys know. <laughs> yeah, maybe you don't mind coming back on here and and sharing with us here. Oh, I would love wanna... to. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm sure I... I'll have a lot to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I really uh, I really hope so for sure. I think it's um <clears throat> you know I've been trying to get people to come on you know to you know for those type of experiences you know I think. Um, there's definitely something there in the, in the trip reports, you know, and, and sharing, you know, your experience to kind of, I don't know, make people feel kind of at, at ease, you know, with um, experiencing these new substances for sure. And that's what I was saying about people that do the, um, they go out and they milk the toes around the monsoon season. So these guys get like fucking glass plates. Okay. All this shit. That's fucking awesome. Man, we all need to like have like do like some kind of like, get together you know what i mean but like for the group yeah, like that'd be so cool i think that there there there's something in the works but obviously you know there's a lot of things to consider and then not only oh, that yeah. like 
how many people are going to attend, like all the logistics. There's a lot of things that comes with it, but I know for what sure. What about donations? Like y'all can try to set something up where people can donate if they want, you know, it to happen. Well, to be honest with you, I think that it's, that's a little bit harder than, than it sounds. But we're, like I said, you know, I, I've spoken to some of the admins and it's definitely on the horizon. And, you know, we're there's a lot of, you know, brainstorming going on and a lot of, you know, um, kind of researching, um, you know, on how to actually do it. So it's definitely something that's on on the table for sure. So do they advertise their uh, the social media? Like, do they advertise DM? world anywhere or well, sometimes they do i i do believe that some of the admins still have um because they they originated from facebook um you know they, <clears throat> they I didn't had, know that. huh i didn't know that i don't know much about the the uh the network i just know i fell into it from google <laughs> and it's fun <laughs> and i finally got my app working again so i'm on it a lot more <laughs> well to be honest with you um I know in the past we had one, we had a interview with one of the admins, which uh, it's, it's not on there now, but it was on YouTube and he kind of went through the whole story, you know, of how everything came to be and how they just decided to branch off and make their own thing. And, you know, every now and then they'll go in there and they'll post, you know, links to the site because they're admins there too, or, or yeah. were. I'm not sure. And we get an influx of people coming in during those times. So, you know, even like this with the podcast, um, when we first launched it, you know, it was definitely um, linked in other, you know, platforms and we did get some more people um, during that time. So yeah, it does happen. Like it'll link it to like two words that they, you know, whatever they put in their search engine. Yeah. And then they also just posted like in the groups and stuff like that. Okay. I mean, I'll post inside the groups on uh facebook the only thing about that, the only thing about that is sometimes like the admins of the other groups will get upset like they'll feel oh, like yeah. uh, stealing people which, i didn't even think about that which for me because it, it has happened like um i <clears throat> me and another um member of dmt world um created a local group here that was kind of like a branch off of dmt world and um you know we created our meetup community here and i know that there was one of the other admins had posted i think in a reddit group or something and like right away he was getting attacked by the admins telling him like take that shit down (laughs) it doesn't even make sense to me it's like come on guys we're supposed to be a family who cares it's that famine thinking it's that thinking of oh you know i mean it's fear that's what it is yeah you're yeah. gonna lose people and it's like dude there is more than enough people on this world exactly. to fill up every fucking little channel and group that you've mm-hmm. got like get out of here dude like let the people choose man like it it's so petty it, to me it really is i kind of like how like dmt world's kind of like you know not full of you know cheap how, how what how can I explain Bags, it? Cunts, yeah. Ass well, yeah. And like, they're fake. You know what I mean? Like I've seen people actually make up like their trip stories. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like why? <laughs> but it's the kids, you know, cause I'm, I'm older. It's not, like I'm, uh, my mom's, my mom always said I had a young soul. <laughs> my mom always said. <laughs> <laughs> no, girl, I don't even feel my age. It's weird. Like, I don't even feel it. Like, I feel like 27, maybe. 28. Really? 
Yes. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know. To be honest with you, I think there was a point in my life because I'm I'm 30. I'll be 36 here soon. But I think there was a point in my lifetime, in my adult life, where <clears throat> I did feel like I was a lot younger mentally and inside, you know, than I actually was. But, yeah, that's how I feel. And I don't, and I've always felt like this. Well, yeah. And, and same, but it wasn't until recently that, you know, I'd say in the last five years that I started, you know, seeing a change. And I think it also comes along with, it comes with the territory, you know, of diving into your mind and, and trying to analyze, you know, your behaviors and all of this stuff. The things like, that, sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. But like mentally, but like I, like Kit, like I feel younger mentally, but not when it comes to like decision making and like when I, like I can, you know, accept my own, you know, responsibility, my own wrongs and my own, you know what I mean? Like that yeah, accountability. Part. Yeah. But, but like when it comes to like the way I, you know, like I appear, I guess, and like, like I don't like I'm very adventurous and like I'm, I think I might have a uh, an adrenaline problem. <laughs> Maybe I don't what, know. What kind of things uh, lead you to believe that? I don't know. I just like to push things. I guess like I've always like with my bike. Like actually, like uh, last year I <laughs> had a uh, leg injury. I had to get like four staples in my oh, freaking leg. <laughs> I went on a date with this guy. We were going bike riding and I, we were going down these hills and I went too fast and then I ran into a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it was funny because like the, the EMT guys were like, so like your next date, are you going to jump out of a plane or? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I've, I've actually uh, jumped out of airplane, not the free oh, I do that so bad. Well, I've done a lot of static line jumps, which are where you connect uh, the, like there's a, like a little line connected to the top of the parachute. And then you collect that line, you connect that line to another like line inside of a airplane. So when you jump out, it pulls the parachute and there's a knot on the end of that line that's connected to the parachute that once it gets any kind of tension, it breaks loose. That's called a static line jump. So you're, I think the free fall is like maybe between four, like about five seconds, roughly. Um, And the jumps are made between when I was doing it was between 600 meters to 1500 meters, which is not too high, but when you're on the ground looking up, it's pretty fucking high. And um, yeah, that would be so freaking cool. And I'm, cause when I was four, I, uh, I fell out of a, <laughs> I fell out of a window and broke my jaw. Like I, we were in a lake house and the house was on stilts and we were playing upstairs and like, I just went bloop out the window. <laughs> and so uh, I broke my jaw. Huh? Damn. That's crazy for real. Dude, some crazy shit happens to me. I don't know why, but like, even when I was 18, like my apartment caught on fire when I was sleeping, like all this random what? shit. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. Jeez. I know. Like, so does that mean I'm good though? Like I'm not going to have another fire in my lifetime. Like I don't get fire insurance. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's their experiences to build me. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I, I, yeah, no, I, I hear you. I, 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 I don't know. I think for me, you know, I got a lot of that shit out of my system when I was, um, you know, like in my mid to late twenties. Um, 
you know, I, I've been in a lot of extreme stuff. And the most of it was from being in the military and being overseas and being in combat and all the training and stuff that came along with it. But yeah, now, I remember listening to that when in the broadcast. Yeah. And like now, you know, I not so much, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm a little more thoughtful in, 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 you know, the decisions that I make because, you know, obviously I also have kids too, you know, so, you know, anything that I do affects them as well. So, you know, oh, yeah, they're watching us. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then also they, they have like this inherit, <clears throat> um, uh, uh, this inherit part of us, like, like, <laughs> they're a piece of us like where you know the same things you did as a kid like it's pretty similar you know like it's, yeah, cause uh, it's, it's the pattern you know they're around it so they're gonna pick up off of it yeah it's, but i mean even more so like personality wise like you can some, oh yeah like the morals yeah like for example like i, I have i have quite a few boys and <clears throat> um Four of them are my biological sons, and I can see different aspects of myself within them. So it's almost like they were not, they were born with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yep, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> or my wife is like, that's all you, right? <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, mine's mine's just like my that just like me. He's even a Scorpio like me, so he's really? like, nice. oh yeah. My uh, my one of my younger boys. Um, he, his birthday was as is the day after mine. Oh, so you you understand then? <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I said yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I, <laughs> I don't have a birthday anymore. <laughs> I know, right? Like it just folded all up into one, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, well, there's sacrifices that definitely are made. You know, when once you have. Oh yeah, those. but it's worth it. It's worth it. Oh, yeah. sure. You know, I always tell my my wife and my kids. You know, I'm like. You know, children, my children for me are like, you know, remembering a part of myself that, you know, I, I thought was lost at one point, you know? And yes. And then you can re like enjoy the holidays. Like it brings out your kid's spirit and like you yeah. get excited and everything. Yeah. Almost like you, you get to change. see them be excited. You yeah. Know? And then you can also change like for a lot of people growing up, we didn't have that, that good of a childhood. And, you know, we associate, you know, holidays and certain things as a child, you know, that we went through as a child, you know, with, with negative aspects of our lives, you know, we get to change that with children, you know, we can give them something that we felt that we didn't have, which is always Mm -hmm. a beautiful thing. Yeah. I love it. I I love it. I wouldn't trade it for the world for sure. Um, Jilly Beans, thank you so much for coming on. For real, I mean, for real. No I, problem. I, Hopefully, I can, I can encourage other women to please, get on here and talk to you. So. Please do so. Um, I, I try to, you know, I, I like having uh, the di- diversity in here because, like I said, every perspective is an important perspective. You know, there's always different things that people bring to the table, and uh, I can totally respect that. Exactly. And it gets everybody to know everybody. You know what I mean? We don't just, it's just not a name. Like we all have personalities. (laughs) No, definitely. And and also um, I encourage you to continue to reach out to people on the site. And if you know people locally too, like to have them come on the site too. And um, you know, kind of make you, you can make your own world on there. You know, you can create your own group and you can have your own friend, whatever it is that you want. It's there. Yeah. I mean, just and I, uh, I actually was the one that invited my friend on there, like her and her man, like their merchant or whatever on there. Yeah. Who yeah. Is 
the girl <clears throat> Disco Biscuit, but I don't remember her man's uh, name because it's real long. <laughs> I think I think I yeah I know who you're talking about. They're from uh, Ohio. Oh, I can't even say it. As a, as a matter of fact, um, I believe that I'm in talks with Disco Biscuit um, on with coming on here. Coming on here. Oh, really? Because I told her I was going to be on here. She was the one I told you in the messages because we were, you know, I talk to her about it all the time because I'm very, you know, she's very fun to talk to. Like, I nice. love it. Like, because she, you know, how some people, like, you have the voice too. Like, they just explain things so thoroughly and, like, just so good. And you're just like, tell me more. You're like, <laughs> right? You're just like, and I've always loved that about her. Like, she's very nice. good. Nice. Yes. So I told her, you know, like, let's do, you know, because I thought maybe we could do it. Me and her were going to do one and then just send it to you. But then I I didn't know, understand how all this worked or whatever. Listen, we can talk off off this, but I 100 percent encourage you guys to do that. And, um, you know, I don't mind showcasing it on here as well to bring awareness to it. Like, um, for example, T-Rex, Sephora, Luke Skywalker, um, High as Fuck, a couple of um, Third Eye Vibe, a couple of the members, they already have their own group and their own um, they're, they're do like their own podcast called Continuing the Conversation. I've, I've put, you know, oh, that's kind of cool. That's a that's a cute little name. Yeah, and it's really cool. They have some really good conversations. I'll share the link with you too to, to go on there. They have a Discord server and they're constantly having good conversations, good topics. And it, for me, I encourage everybody and anybody to do the same thing. And, you know, I don't mind bringing awareness to it here and posting some of the stuff on there and, and even coming on and, and, you know, participating with you guys as well. Because I think the more that we bring each other up and the more that we promote each other, the better better off we're going to be as a community exactly <clears throat> so yeah, yeah if you guys do decide doing to do that definitely keep me posted and we'll definitely hear you guys here awesome well thank you for having me on here we gotta do it again soon look anytime anytime you want to come back on for sure 100 percent. your door's open so hey can you do uh with like like a three-way um, you know what? I think what we would have to do is do it on, on a different platform, but um, we could talk about that here before uh, here in a bit. Um, before we uh, stop the recording here, is there any final thoughts, anything else you want to say to anybody out there? Uh, no, I think, I think I'm okay. I can't watch when we hang up. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I should have said that. <laughs> no, but I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, again, thanks for coming on, and I appreciate and you. All of this, and you never yes, had sir. Any education in how to do it. Never learned to produce this miracle. Well, the point is that from a strict physical, scientific standpoint, this organism is a continuous energy with everything else that's going on. And if I am my foot, I am the sun. I am the sun.